Welcome to Podcast Mixed Communications. We are your hosts, Lilla and Benedicta. These podcasts are brought to you as a part of Project Other. In this series, we will discuss the malleability and or rigidity of culture through personal experiences, with an aim to celebrate where we come from, who we are, and where we're going. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our final podcast for Project Other. We are your hosts, Lilla and Benedicta, and we are incredibly grateful to be able to welcome Sade Elaine onto our podcast today. Sade is co-artistic director of Elaine Dance with twin sisters, Christina. Elaine Dance is a UK-based dance company with an international reach, founded in 2014 by them both. The choreographic aesthetic reflects the sisters' diverse background in athleticism and dance training, with their contemporary style being a blend of West African, Caribbean, hip-hop, Kathak and circus skills, delivered as fast-paced and dynamic movement. They infuse lyrical and fluid motion layered with rhythm and textures in a physically powerful and graceful performances. Elaine Dance strives for high quality and excellence as the company delivers its main objectives performance, participation, and development. We both have had the pleasure of gaining movement direction with Sade and Christina for our duet R&D. And now we get the pleasure to chat and discover more about them. So, so welcome. So we're gonna start off with three quick fire questions that you can answer as quickly as possible and kind of like the first thing that comes to your head. Um, and question one, let's say, what is the best advice you've been given? To give to, like, aspiring? No, what is the best advice you've ever been given? Like, I've ever been yeah. given? <laughs> um, don't be afraid if no one understands your vision. It just means it hasn't been done yet. Nice, very nice. And um, question two, what is your kryptonite? My kryptonite is... Not being able to do what I want to do. That's my, it's like my biggest fear and um, obstacle sometimes because things get in the way and it, it makes me nervous if I can't do what I love. Yeah. And lastly, this is just a silly one. What fruit would you be and why? <sighs> I'll be an orange. I think I'm actually made of oranges at the moment. It's like <laughs> the only fruit I can eat right now. Um, but it's good for you, vitamin C, it's full of flavour and it's soft and yet you still have to peel it to find the flavours inside. Um, also, the skin can be used for mulled wine, which is great. Nice. <laughs> that is a good, <laughs> good point. That's a really solid answer. <laughs> like that. <laughs> okay, great. I'm just going to start with a quick question um, about... So I guess what the question is, as a company, how do you like to define the work that you do together? For example, do you like to call yourselves a creative partnership, a collab collaborative partnership or duo um, or any other term? Um, I think for us, we are sisters. And I think there's no other title than that. Like nice. Elaine Dance is actually uh, Elaine family. Um, we are sisters and when we are, especially now we're bringing um, artists inside of the company and also the 
the office inside of the company is growing, it still has that kind of family orientation. Um, and that comes with the good or bad. You love each other, but you're also, uh, you love each other through the hard moments and you're not afraid to tell people the truth, even if it's good or bad. Mm. Um, so what do you take inspiration from as individual artists and what provoked you both to create Elaine Dance in 2004? and begin working together as sisters? I think we've, we always like to share. That's been something we've had since doing athletics, actually. We developed our own training um, kind of drills, and then we used to teach that to other athletes as well. Um, and then moving on to dance, we always just love to share whatever I learn. I'll be sharing with Christina, or we, we try to learn of others and share what we know. It's just kind of been something organic. Um, so we knew at one point we need to come together and something will happen. Um, we just needed to gain life experience before coming together. And we knew that just because we're always known as the sisters, but we need to know what do I like personally as Shade and what does Christina like, and then come back together and reunite and make something full. Um, I think the main thing of com our company is passion. I think that's the main word and it's passion for everything we do. When we share, we're sharing our passion, our joy. When we're performing, we're sharing our passion, our joy. When we're mentoring, we're trying to infuse passion and joy into their workspace as well. I think I like, so what kind of led you to both say, right, dance is, is the next thing? Because I think if you take out the fact that you were athletes and then went into dance, it's like, some could say that they're both sports as well, but there's, there is still a jump between them. So it's like, mm. what was the turning point and why? Why kind of? We always call it a Disney story. <laughs> um, but we always we always dance around in our living rooms. Like now thinking back that we're older, I can really see that, okay, we were meant to perform. We were the classic that we used to, on a sunny day pull the curtains in so there's like a beam of light coming through the, <laughs> the house we sit on the stool and then kind of mind music we used to record videos and copy the dances we know all the michael jackson dances yeah. janet jackson dances even j-lo and uh, missy elliott videos we know all those <laughs> yeah. missy elliott videos so we always had dancing and we always did talent shows in schools and i think dance was just something we did for fun and it was kind of to waste time as well but athletics was something that we got into and we knew we were good at it and once we knew we were good at it we kind of went through that direction and especially in English schools once you finish um GCSEs you have to talk about what you're going to do for college yeah. and because we were doing athletics it for us it was like okay we're going to train in athletics but what are we going to study and then by looking into what to study, we started to think of, okay, something about the body, um, physiotherapy, something about well care. And then we started to realise, oh, there's dance courses out there. Whoa. Um, we could actually every day go in and study dance. That's exciting. So we kind of left it to fate a little bit that we applied for universities, but we also, um, not universities, um, we applied for sports kind of courses, but we also applied for dance courses in college. Um, and then we'll see what happens. We found the Brit school and we were like, okay, if we get into the Brit school, then it's God saying we're going to dance. If we don't, athletics. Yeah. So then when that happened, we were like, oh, okay, then we just, we need to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> and then we actually 
the only reassurance we had really was when we did the, um, Lim- the London Olympics opening mm-hmm. ceremony. Before that, we were always like, oh, did we make the right decision? I enjoy dance, but I know that I love athletics. Now I just watch it. I don't, if I step onto a track, I have these like goosebumps going through my body. And it was only when we did the London Olympics opening ceremony, I knew that we were in the right place at the right time. Because we knew we needed to get to the London Olympics, but who knew it would have been through dance and not running? Yeah, yeah. Put everything right. together. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Wow. That's amazing. That is amazing. Was that always kind of a conversation of what you were going to, when you're making that decision of where to apply for and stuff, was that always something you imagined doing together or did sometimes you talk about doing different pathways mm-hmm. or was it quite naturally like something, yeah, I guess. Together? Yeah. For college, it was definitely us. Like we were a team and especially we, me and my sister moved out of home quite early it was definitely what are we doing? What what mm. are we doing together? Because um, we were each other's like, we were everything for each other. So it was always a us thing. And it was only when we decided to uni, we entertained what if we split up? And I was like, you decide what you want to do and I would decide what I want to do. And by coincidence, we both liked Northern School of Contemporary Dance. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's that uh, that pathway because you asked exactly the same question that I had on the top of my head just to, to see because you've obviously been together through this journey and both decided that and it's that it's that power, isn't it? Because kind of our our mind and Lila's relationship is very similar to that where we both kind of met. Well, we weren't obviously, we're, we're obviously born in the same family, but we kind of met together and have been on this like massive journey together where it was like, almost very very like sisters like we will always say like we're sisters so it's kind of that thing of like are you doing it I'm doing it are you doing it I'm gonna do it like that kind of egging each other on that's kind of how we got into dance because we were we both weren't planning to and then when we found out kind of we were both interested in it we were like oh well if if she's doing it then I can do it yeah yeah, kind of having that support followed each other yeah I think the support's beautiful Mm -hmm. there's some decisions sometimes are are scary like to do something especially like dance. I had such a, I still have a strong athletic body, but I was suited for sprinting. So I was very tight and very quick, um, fast, fast twitch. And to make that decision where you have to retrain the body was scary, you know, to have someone there to join the, join you on the journey. It really made things easier. Mm. And I guess someone that can really relate to that as well, because you were both training in such a similar way and going on a different way. In a different direction at the same time um, and I know you were saying as well that you kind of started together then did your own thing and then kind of came back together and I was just wondering how did you evolve your movement identity or movement language and um, when you both worked separately and then came together yeah I, it, I guess that would be to what our interests were and who we worked with as well so for me, I definitely went more into understanding my Caribbean heritage and West African movements and what fits the body. But I was very still into sports and like I started to do marathon training. Don't really want to do a marathon, but I just enjoyed the training of marathon running. Um, I like this kind of, I started to do a bit of boxing. I thought that was quite interesting. Um, I was really into how can dance um, really train the body? How can we change the body to be more physical and strong and yet uh, supple and open so a lot of my movement was looking into that kind of 
physical grounded movement also finding the joy in it because if you're in pain you have to go for it through smiling so I had that kind of development and Christina was looking into actually I want to find ways to connect to bodies I want to find ways that um, not the one body can be limited so she did a lot of partnering work and a lot of um, theatrical work and also ways to shift through the space so when we came together, there was quite a lot to exchange and unpick mm -hmm. and find what works as a duo, what feels good for us. And one of the main things that came out of us coming together was our weaknesses. And that was the beginning of Elaine Dance. We focused on what we weren't good at. Right. Whoa. Nice. So is that kind of, do you feel like your weaknesses were of what both of you felt were your weaknesses or kind of like in combination sorry not explaining myself very well but say I guess you've got what you you feel your strengths are and Christina also has that so is it what's missing even when you bring that together or individually as well kind of what you're um it was as a duo because there were some yeah. things that um Christina was is, and still is stronger than me at and there's some things that I'm uh, stronger than Christina at and we're aware of that because we're different people and had different experiences it was as a duo what would what do we love to look at in others that we didn't see in ourselves right. yeah. um that we wanted to gain and we knew that by training we could gain that and a lot of it would was the our classes so that the idea of isolating the body leading from different body parts especially as sprinters whole body go <laughs> you know? um and even like with uh, when i started doing more like afro caribbean the whole body's ricocheting somewhat some way somehow down even if you're moving from the hips everything else is shaking um so we realized that it's like okay we need to train in this isolation kind of going into our hip-hop kind of experience that we had before that we kind of left behind mm -hmm. and the articulation of hands is something about communication we speak with our hands always in our faces yeah. but when we dance we don't use them um and also spiraling we just love the idea of changing direction distorting the body and finding this kind of um kind of euphoric motion this kind of um yeah kind of tribe kind of trance feeling it's something that we just really want to train it and do more of and then the use of breath especially with um our bodies were naturally breathing but just the feeling of expanding that and how does your body reflect in that and as a audience member I really hone to breathing because I feel like it's human and it's natural and that's something that we wanted to build into our work as well yeah. that's so amazing I would never have thought that is the process that you could go through because because we find ourselves sometimes you go oh who am I who am I how do I move like what is my innate kind of but that sometimes can't isn't always so different so to flip it on its head and be like what do I like to see and, it, work, and, for and, and work for well. it and work your body that way that's an amazing way to think of it and, an and amazing also way to do. amazing way to kind of keep challenging mm, yeah definitely that definitely that. challenging the body yeah yeah and challenging. Yeah, we went through training. We trained for like Elaine Darts didn't really come out until like two years after training and experimenting. Um, and there were bits, especially when we first started teaching, there was bits Christina will Christina will lead because I know she's stronger at it, I will lead. She will lead, I will lead. And when Christina's leading, I'm training. When I am leading, Christina's training. And then from that, 
we just started to bounce off and get stronger and our classes are still evolving because we are evolving yeah yeah definitely um kind of you touched on it a little bit at the beginning um when we were were having a chat but um obviously being a creative duo and living together and obviously growing up together um and then creating this amazing company that is Elaine Dance it's and looking at how that everything that goes into that and the creative partnership of that um I have a question like how do you manage the creative and personal tensions outside and within the studio and then what advice do you have to someone who has that who is in that kind of um environment where they're creating partnerships yeah I think always have date night, catch up night. Uh, me and Christina make sure we have sister time and really sister time, like let's go for a walk, let's go out to eat, let's really check in on how are you. Mm. Um, and then we have house time, like this is cleaning time or this is watching a film time, that is it. You know, I'm in the morning, it's not talking about hi, 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 just I need to have my coffee. Yeah. Um, I don't know, you kind of, you structure it. But me and Christina, it's weird. We've lived together. We haven't lived together. We've kind of, in our lives, gone in and out. We're in the process of, um, I think this might be the last time we live together. Who knows, you know? We're in the process of Christina actually moving to uh, Belgium. Um, But I definitely think always having a check-in with the human, whoever you're working with because you change every day, but also have a check-in with the artists as well, because artistically your interest changes. Mm. Um, And I think that's important to have that kind of open conversation, like what's inspiring you now that's outside of the work? Like, what are you thinking to do? What's your dreams? You know, there's dreams that I want to do that are separate from Christina. And then we have to work out, is that a Elaine dance project or is that a Sade Elaine project? Mm yeah yeah I feel like that is actually really some good advice because especially just through us doing this project I feel like it's the first time we've worked together in such an intense way and on such a big big project and collaboratively and it, it so easily flooded into like friendship life and just all the other stuff that it'd end up every time we meet just also because our schedules are quite busy it would just become the talk about the project and I think we got to a point where we were like, right, we do need to schedule in time to make sure, like, actually, this night we're not going to talk about the project and we're just going to catch up. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> feel well, like don't be annoyed if what does come up as well, because that's our life, you know? Yeah. There is something conversation will come, but we're not necessarily thinking of working and planning. Hmm. But if it comes creatively, it's fine. Yeah. As yeah. well, but not be annoyed with that, um, yeah. but just be aware of it. Yeah, it's kind of like what you said. It's it's balancing that because sometimes you we naturally slipped into talking about work, but then like you said, it's like the same way that like a lot of people say like movement and dance is is if like you realize we realize very quickly that it has to become your life in order for you to be able to do it. You have to live and breathe this art form. So obviously, when we're doing this, it it also has to be our life because movement is part of our identity we've decided to come together as a duo and now we have to kind of like stick to um yeah kind of stick together and go through all this but yeah yeah exactly when you were starting out were there any unexpected discoveries or learnings about how to work together 
Um, I think, oh, what would be the discoveries? I mean, I think one is to, I, in a good way, I realized how much, to see my sister teach, I realized how much I love what we're doing. Like to, like to see her really smile and laugh and be goofy made me realize that we're in the right place, if that makes sense. Like we're doing something that we love. And then to see like Google eyes and body sweating and going made, I think it's just a realization that wow, we're doing what we're meant to be doing. So I feel like that was like, that's a nice surprise, but also looked at that as a sister, looking at my sister rather than the artistic director and whatnot. But working together, I definitely know we had to acknowledge each other's strengths and then also be honest with where we feel I actually need help with this. And sometimes you just constantly want to be like, I can do this, I can do that. And mm-hmm. only not to be like, actually, I can't do that. But and being aware that, okay, my sister's stronger um, than me at this. Can you leave that? Um, mm-hmm. And just knowing our place of when to speak and when not to speak, you know? Yeah. Um, I think just even just presenting the company or, how do we speak about the work or when we're teaching or when we're performing? Um, I guess one of the interesting ones I could speak about would be Reunited, our film. And when you start to choose like the roles of who to play in the work, me and Christina, very, we, a night's game was very easy for us because we were like, okay, solo, okay, rhythm. I was like, I need to do rhythm, Christina. And it kind of, my role just came organically. And Christina's always been that kind of supporting character and then when we did the other side of me which our second duet was more like okay I've got a night's game I need to relax if it's a double bill you have to do your bit so it was very easy to choose the roles and plus Christina was very um eager to play with her drama in the work and switching from one character to the other so reunited came and we wanted one character to be a bit more um grounded and um have wisdom and have this kind of internal spirit where one character we wanted to be about the elements in the space and being aware of the surroundings and allowing the, the character adapts to the surroundings. So we're kind of looking at kind of um, East and Western, but we're kind of also looking at someone that's a bit more um, self-taught and someone that's more like American soul, uh, electric sly kind of jazz. Um, and I knew that if I did what the kind of, um, we called it many lights above and then many lights below, um, and many lights above is like stars and then many lights below, it's like lamps, street lights, and da da da. And I always knew that many lights below, uh, below would be tricky for me because it's a bit more jazzy and a bit more out there. And I feel like that Cousina would definitely rock that role more than me but I want the challenge, let me do it. And then Christina was like, okay, let me do, I want to be more spiritual. I want to be more earthy. I want to feel my core. Um, so we forced ourselves to do opposite roles. And then it got the piece, we didn't have a long creation. So it got to one point and we had to sit down and be serious with each other and say, if we want to do this work justice, we need to go where we belong. Yeah. <laughs> and we switched roles and it was the best, yeah. like, I wouldn't be able to do it like Christina, and I'm sure she would say that same. Yeah, that's so sometimes nice. you do have to be, even though you want the challenge, you have to be aware of time, and also mm-hmm. you have to look at it as actually being the director and choreographer, and not just be the the dancer and just like, oh, I just want to try this. Actually, I need to look at 
who's in the room and actually where you, where do you fit? Where are you casted? Where are you going to shine? So it's very interesting that <laughs> acknowledgement and um, experience. <laughs> I think that's great though as well in your process that you kind of can play around with it and be like, oh, actually we're going to, mm. because we really have this, kind of urge to do it we're gonna swap and see what happens and then yeah also being able to sit back and be like okay actually we do need to bring it back and make a decision about these roles but yeah it's really nice to be able to let something have that play and flexibility Mm -hmm. sometimes because sometimes like maybe you try it and you're like actually this is great it brings a different quality to something or yeah yeah definitely that's something we're looking into for our next uh, production as well I suppose one final question that I had was kind of because you talked about there where you had the time to sort of jump into what into the unknown and figure that out. But thinking back to how the kind of company was created, like you both had your similar journeys you brought together and you shared that you shared that language and identity together. But it's like, how long was that process? Because if you in, in my head, if you create something, you kind of have to then be on the process of delivering it. Or like, how much time did you take for yourself to be Elaine Dance and figure that out? Or did you not? Or did you figure that out as that kind of went along? We spent two years of really working out our language, our style. And then within the latter part of the two years, we started to teach um, that style um, and work and start to deliver. And when you start to uh, teach you have to have conviction you have to know exactly what you're talking about so it forced us to really articulate exactly what we're arts in but also physically show what we're arts in so we spent two years of really developing what is our style what do people see from it what do people take from it and how do people imitate our style mm. as well and then we took two years to really work out okay what are we going to show like what's our what are we going to present what's what's a lame dance what are they going to see on stage and um, we already while delivering while preparing that work we started to do snippet performances so people can so we can start to see how people respond to seeing two people on stage and then mm-hmm. we thought okay how do people respond with our movement language okay how do people respond with our theatrical performances and themes oh I think we've got something mm-hmm. then we went to work yeah. Well, yeah. So like Elaine Dance was has been shown, but we really took the time to develop what we wanted. That, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's that time, that kind of uh, lu- luxury of time as well. Like to think like you have to have that system to be like, right, this is what we're doing. We, we want to create this together and now we're gonna take the time out to do yeah. that because in in the kind of industry we are where sometimes it can be such um kind of goal-led like people want to see results it's like it to have that mm-hmm. time must be it must have been so precious yeah, to think, to figure that out together it was definitely hard because mm-hmm. um we were still working as um or still teaching as a lame dance but we were still freelancers as well mm-hmm. so there'll be times that we'll finish on stage and then we'll come together and then start to think about, okay, what's our class description or what's our company description? What should we call ourselves? Or, yeah. or we'll be in the mornings before performing. Let's have a jam. Let's start to connect our bodies. What's happening here? 
Um, a part of a night's game especially was made at bus stops. I remember making part of my solo in the garden. Yeah. Um, I remember having this like light bulb idea on a flight. And I was literally at the back of the flight with my swollen ankle saying, Christina, wake up, come. <laughs> you know, like so there was a lot of fitting things in. So yeah. you it's like when you make you write a book, there's you're you've you go into this kind of cocoon until it comes out, and then you're mm-hmm. it. You know, we went into a cocoon for a few years of like really investigating and being open for interpretation, but then also finding time to improvise and find out what does that mean? You know, is that, does that belong to me or is that someone else? Mm. No, thank you. That's really important. Like that's really resonated with me just that, that you've said that because it's, especially how we're starting, we, we don't quite know what this is. So yeah. to know that we have the that that option there yeah, that definitely. you don't have to completely just be like here we are and this yeah. is what we're doing it's like I, we can explore that together I think it is really important to think about that because sometimes you do feel the pressure and I think especially when we've been starting this duet and people know we've been doing it we've been asked a lot about oh so when are you performing or when are we going to see something but this is very much R&D and we like at the beginning chose to do it like this because we knew it would take time for us to even just figure out how to work together mm-hmm. on top of figure out what the work is and our movement styles because that's still something very much mm-hmm. that we're discovering so it's it's kind of yeah really nice to actually be like yeah this is still research and it's not something that we need to rush to show something or make something because that isn't really the goal right now and it'll be lovely to get there sometime but it's like now's our cocoon time I guess honestly like and you don't have to do it any like anyone else like you can do it your own way um if that makes sense like you're really in the position to do what you feel that's right because you two are so individual and you come together you can find your own pattern you know, you might not have, um, for example, both of you coming together, maybe you make a style that fits each other or you keep your strong individual styles and then you see how do you both go like this. Your company could be more of like a helix, you know, mm-hmm. or do you really come together and find bits of bobs? Like it's totally your vision. People are always going to be interested because you're interested in people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you show what you want to show. Yeah. 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 never show something that you're not it's up to you but you you don't have to show something that's perfect I think that's really yeah. one of the things that me and Christina was aware of when we when we did three minutes of a night's game which wasn't a night's game it was just three minutes of dot 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 untitled <laughs> um we were literally like okay this is just for people to see the image of two people on stage and then we're like, okay, next performance, it was about seven minutes. Okay, people want to see movement of these two individuals. And then we did a theme in Toronto, which was 20 minutes. I was like, okay, can people understand the story that we're trying to tell? And then it developed from 20 to 40 to 50 and now 56. Mm, yeah. So it's up, make sure when you show people that you feel protected, like people are going to say what they're going to say because everyone's interested but be aware of what you're looking out for because then you'll be listening for the things that you want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Thank like you very exciting, much. Everything <laughs> <laughs> is exciting. And it's like, it's, it's amazing to have kind of people to look up to, like definitely you, you and uh, Christina, and to, to see how this all works and figure it out. It's, it's nice to always have that role model and, 
yeah, it's been great to have the, the the conversations and obviously this conversation as well and get to get to work with you and kind of pick your brain a little bit. But um, thank, you gonna, so yeah. thank you so much. We're just going to wrap up here. Is there anything you'd like to say? I just feel like it's, for these type of exchanges, it's super humbling. And um, again, it has that ring about being at the right place at the right time. We just mean Christina have always just been doing what we love, you know, mm-hmm. and then to hear that it's inspiring is something that fuels us to continue, you know, and what's going to be interesting is that this checkpoint, you guys will be doing exactly the same. You know, you, you probably are doing the same, doing it right now. You know, people are looking up to you. So it's such a nice um, exchange. I'm just really happy to be here. Thank you. I'm really happy to thank for you to be here. Yeah, thank you <laughs> so us. much. And thank you for all your time and generosity with, well, throughout the process and today. Yeah. And if you're still listening to this podcast with us, thank you very much. And if this resonated with you, please share. And yeah, with people that really appreciate this. And this is our last podcast. So this is our final goodbye. And thank you. Bye. <laughs>